Well, we were both teachers at the time. We uh, were. This is in the sort of very early stages of our careers. Both of us have since moved away from teaching, um, unfortunately. And aged um, quite a bit in the meantime. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, it was, we were we were we were young teachers, um, very enthusiastic young teachers, and and both of us were talked into actually being part of a big school production of cabaret. Cabaret, yeah. yes, they could get the, they could get the girls to sing Sally Bowles and Fräulein Schneider, yeah. but they couldn't find any of the boys willing to sing the part of Cliff or the MC or her Schultz, as I recall, and so three of us got roped in. They did. And, you know, it's only just occurred to me, really, that it was only the, the male teachers who were roped into the cast. And it, and it absolutely was because they were, they were just so short of volunteer uh, men, weren't uh, they? It, yeah. Absolutely. And I'll never forget the terror of uh, it wasn't so much doing the show, uh, which was challenging enough, having never sung in public really before since being a member mm. of the St. Peter's Church Choir in the 1970s. Um, but the terror of having to promote the show uh, in morning assembly, oh, yeah. do you remember? And, and yeah, the, the, the whole assembly hall being full of pupils that we would then go on that day to teach. So that's where we forged, uh, dear listener, the love of um, musical theatre with our performance mm. of cabaret. But um, yeah. you and I have recently been to see Guys and Dolls. Now, I know it's your favourite musical. It is mine. And yeah. up till very recently, I thought no one could do any better than the 1982 National Theatre cast. And with Julie, Julie McKenzie, Bob Hoskins, Ian, Ian Charlson and Julie Covington. And then we rocked up to the theatre. Never been to the Bridge Theatre before, so it was the first. No, I hadn't. And we, uh, well, we were blown away. Um, you, yeah. you, uh, you actually can, should tell the um, the listener uh, where you were because I think that kind of sums up the immersive nature of the show. Well, that's right. I mean, we, we, uh, I saw it the day after you, I think, and we walked into to our space and we were basically just ushered onto the stage, yes. onto the performing area yes. uh, and encouraged to just wander around and touch things and do whatever we want. So I walked over into Mindy's restaurant. Oh, wow. Which is a... Yeah, and I, and I sat down at uh, at a table. There was a newspaper there. I picked it up, and uh, it was all about the racing news. And I recognised some of the horses' names from the from the plot because you know I know guys and dogs. Paul Revere, and and it was fabulous. And and in fact, there, there were there were. Um, policemen walking around uh, New York cops and one of them overheard me talking to my wife about the horses and he said oh yeah I've got my money on Valentine so they were all in character <laughs> and and I thought what's going to happen yes. when this starts you know am I going to be am I going to be bumping into the actors how are they going to what, yes. what are they going to do with us all on the stage and then suddenly the music started up and and the cops started ushering us parts of the stage just rose up yes. and became sort of three or four feet ab above us and, and, and the actors would, would perform on these raised areas continually moving around this area with the, with the actors literally within arm's reach yeah it was amazing um, but when, right. I, when I heard that Guys and Dolls was going to be immersive I didn't get quite how we walked through the audience uh, who were on the very flat stage and I remember somebody 
I was selling popcorn and the, you know there were the chairs and oh that's right you there was a real the, could, we bought a hat <laughs> yeah yeah well <laughs> how did they get the audience to be in the positions they were with so little fuss because you know you you weren't drawn to watch the audience you were drawn to watch the actors the police the NYPD were very firm but they were very very courteous and gentle and friendly and it was all done brilliantly you, you knew exactly what you had to do it, it, I was amazed how well it worked so let's talk about the show itself as a production putting aside the immersive element I think the National Theatre is still my favourite production it was just so I mean it's such a brilliant collection of stars and, and it was so stylized and, and wonderful and funny let's talk about the four principal cast yeah. members yeah. Uh, w- probably most well known as those were, was Daniel Mays Daniel Mays playing, the, the playing the part that I played actually years ago I played uh, Nathan Detroit at the Reading Hexagon for um, Reading Operatic so that was a part I knew very well, and I, I, I loved that part. He, he just captured it. What did, yeah. you, what did you make of uh, Miss Adelaide, who played opposite, um, who played opposite yeah. him? Yeah, I, I mean, she's been, she's received very, very good reviews. She has, Marisha Wallace, isn't it? Yeah, Marisha Wallace, that's right. And she'd moved from um, Oklahoma. She was in Oklahoma last year playing Ado Annie. And, and and receive rave reviews for and that. And yes, probably what did. got, got yes. her the part of Adelaide, which is a similar sort of character. Well, for me, she just didn't have the sort of slight ditziness, and she didn't, for me, have the comedy that I was expecting from Adelaide, and which Julia McKenzie did. The, the story, uh, we better tell our listener the story. So Miss Adelaide, she's a singer in, in the hot box, a, a, a nightclub, mm, and she's yeah. been in a relationship with Nathan Detroit for 14 years, and still not married, and she's got a great song about uh, uh, not being married. The songs that she sang and how she sang them made her a very strong woman, being that then kind of takes the dipsiness out and for me I kind of thought well how would this really kind of raunchy together with it lady be in a mm. relationship with Nathan Detroit for 14 years yeah exactly yeah that it was a slightly it did make it a slight mismatch and and I and, and for me I just felt that the the, he, the comedy was too reliant on him yes in but, contrast, um, Matthew, um, the uh, Celine Schoonmaker and now, she Celine was amazing. She's she's Dutch um, from from the Netherlands, and for me, she was the high point of the show. Sarah Brown, uh, she I, plays, doesn't I she? I l- loved her. She she plays Sarah Brown, the Salvation Army. A uh, woman who uh, tries her very best not to fall in love with Sky Masterson, uh, yes. w- one of the gamblers. He was played by Andrew Richardson, and I thought that pairing was really believable. Chemistry on stage was electric, oh. and um, yes. you must have felt that because you were standing next to them. I was standing right next to them, and when she sang "If I Were a Bell" and she was swinging on the lamppost, it was literally she was swinging above my head wow literally above my head if if, if she'd slipped she'd have fallen on top of me Uh, but the other part that I thought went really well and again secured some laughs from lines that I'd not heard for a long Mm. time Cedric Neal as nicely nicely what did you think of his performance he he was great yeah he he was really good yes so if you were going to give marks out of 10 for Guys and Dolls which is still showing at the bridge Matthew what would you be rating it 
Oh, I'd, I'd rate it nine or nine and a half. Yeah, and, and the only you know the only missing one or half a mark is is just because I'm ca- comparing it to something so brilliant that it, it was probably never going to be able to be you know that original National Theatre production which which ran for years. I've actually got the soundtrack, Matt, from the 82 National Theatre, and I thought now now would be a lovely time to take a a break. Now, listen, I'm going to uh, offer the choice to you, Matthew, which, if you were going to choose one of those 1982 National Theatre production of Guides and Dolls tracks, which one are you going to choose? Well, I tell you what, I'm a romantic at heart, and and we talked about the relationship between Sky and Miss Sarah. So I'm going to go for their opening number together, uh, I'll Know. 